Hello, my name is MC Lars. I'm from Oakland, California, here in Seattle at El Corazon. What do you do? What's your act like? Well, I, I rap, I have video screens, I have props. I'm on tour with a band called Cuckoo Kangaroo from Minneapolis, and I'm promoting my new record, the Zombie Dinosaur LP. And we're winding down. We've been out since uh, the beginning of October. Okay. It's been tight. It's been tight. <laughs> uh, so why nerdcore? Like, why rap about nerdy songs? What drew you to this? I like hip, hip hop is fantastic because it's like the it, I feel like it's the one genre that's super direct with communication where you can be very verbose. Punk, I feel like I came up doing punk, but it's more about simplicity. Hip hop is more about you know the, the stanzas of rhymes, and I think hip hop is always about being authentic. If you're not being true to yourself or or telling your true story, it's really like it's not interesting to me. So I guess I grew up as a, you know, comic book enthusiast and NES player, so I rap about that stuff. So yeah, I guess that's where the nerdcore term came from. You're running your merch table out of your backpack and your wallet. What's it like being DIY? I mean, I think it's the only way to, you know, I mean, unless you, Macklemore has that great song about meeting Jimmy Iovine and where they have the meeting and he's like, I'll give you a hundred grand, but I'll, owe, I'll own everything and what's your name again? You know what I mean? That's like the joke. I mean, I feel like I've been at doing this 13 years and it's the only way to really accrue any sort of longevity or make money, you know? I think if you tour with too many people, it's hard. It's very hard to like pay a crew of people. So it's very easy to do it yourself because otherwise you're just like bored hanging out backstage like waiting to go home. So it's fun to do everything, you know? And then you've actually got your own label going too. What was that like? What was that transition like going from artist to running your own label? Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's the main reason starting my label was to c kind of figure out where the money was coming and where it was going, you know, and like have my hands and everything. Um, the first artist I signed with this was this guy, Josh Eppard. He plays in a band called Code in Cambria. He's a drummer and he raps. So I did his second record, which was cool. Figuring out how to hire a publicist and radio people. But running a label is a time consuming thing. It's very hard to do both, especially when it was just me. If I feel like if I had a staff, it would have been easier. But um, yeah, man. Now, so nowadays, Horus Records is mainly just me. But um, when I started, I talked to different major labels and stuff. Everyone wanted to own my masters, and I never wanted to do that. And that's kind of been the key to my longevity is being in charge of everything. But running a label now is kind of more not so much about sending physical CDs to record stores, but more about having content that you put online that you figure out how to monetize. You know. It's, it's a weird thing. I feel like these days every DIY artist pretty much runs their own label. But I've been doing it 11 years. Whoa. How do you stand up? Because a trend we've been seeing around here is just there are a ton of bands popping up and the crowds are dispersed because everybody wants to see everybody. So you got a hundred different bands out here and instead of having one huge crowd being sold out, you have a, the entire city spread out across like 12 different venues. So how do you stick out? Yeah, that's a good question, man. I mean, I think I've seen that, that less peop more people are listening to music at home, streaming on Spotify, than going to shows. The way we've done it with this tour is it's been kind of a promotional thing for the record. So I've been putting out lots of videos. We have six videos coming out for the new record. And just, I've been building an email list for, you know, 15 years. So geo doing geo-targeted email blasts. But you do see it. Less people are buying tickets. Even artists that used to, like, sell out venues, it's harder. This is the first time I've ever done a headline U.S. tour, so I'm seeing where I'm strong, where I'm not, and where I'll come back to. I don't think there's an answer to that, except that, like, do things cheaply and uh, have a backup plan. A term I've heard a lot of, like, Bay Area artists use is hyphy. Can you explain that? Yeah, I mean, that's a hip-hop term, like, a, 
it comes from, um, I guess, East Bay African-American communities, and it's like a term where it comes from being high and drunk, right? So, oh, he's hyphy, like you're at a party and someone gets violent. Oh, he's hyphy. It's, I guess, 2004, 2003, it was their response to crunk, right? It's right. kind of the Bay Area term. It's funny how the Northwest, like, you guys, you've heard of E-40, and you guys, like, kind of, I don't know, it's an extension. And then people, Bay Area bands, like, tour up here a lot. It's, it's very closely knit. And even I, I've seen that in Alaska. There's like an awareness of the same underground artists. It's interesting. Every it's like nowadays it's so cool because if you have a phone, you're a rapper. You know what I mean? If you have a laptop, you're a rapper, and like that's cool. Hip hop is very diverse and regional. You know, it's it's tight. Another question we like to ask everybody is, how do you like making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Toast the bread, put the peanut butter on there, on both. Then you put the jelly on one side cut it in triangles, you're out of there. Cuckoo Kangaroo have a song called No Crust, and it's, the chorus is, I want a PB and J, but I want no crust. 